1: To become the nation of kings and priests, they were ordained to be from the foundations of the earth. crazy today more men are serving a woman more than God
2: What's the uh-huh. men seek
1: to please women to get sexual, sex sexual gratification to get comfort and rest to their souls women do many evils to men that turn men mad how can this be avoided how can a man which is the head of a woman, Keep his sanity This is what we're going to be talking about today This is a very serious issue Because men are supposed to be The head of their houses They are supposed to be the head of their homes Every man's house is supposed to be His castle And he's supposed to be king And his wife is the queen But why isn't this so? How do you keep your sanity In this wicked Perverse world This wicked perverse nation well guess what The scriptures have the answers And we're going to give them to you today Well I'd like to welcome you to Another edition of Kings and Priests We're always We seek to elevate Our people To the level of saints And men and women Of the Lord As we were called to be I'm your brother Gadawan here in London As always and, first, first of all, yeah. we have the executive producer, the brother, Abadja. Abadjah, you want to say a few words to the people? Yeah, I just want to
2: say
0: a long, give all praise and thanks to Heavenly Father in Christ for the opportunity to do another show. And, uh, hopefully, everyone will be edified from the scriptures and the examples of Jesus
1: Christ. All praises, all praises, And, another... Special brothers who we have with us, we always blessed to have with us on the Sabbath. Uh, we have the brother Zach in, in ATL. Here. Brother Zach, I left you with a gift. Looking hey, up.
0: shalom to all the brothers over in the UK. This is your brother Zach over here in the US. On the Sabbath, giving all praises to the Heavenly Father for another opportunity to uh, participate in the show. And um, you know, I, I looked at the show title, and the first two words that came to my mind when I, when I read it was "uh oh." You know, so this, this, this looks like this is going to be a really charged-up show, and uh, but nonetheless, it's a show, it's a topic matter that that must be explored so that both men and women get the edification as to how they're supposed to conduct themselves and how they're supposed to be within the body of Christ right here.
1: Absolutely. And, I mean, first and foremost, this goes out to brothers and sisters that... Call themselves followers of Christ Because a lot of people A lot of people are going to be able to identify But they're not going to really be able to come to that level To really do anything about it until they repent So we hope and pray for that Through through the edification of the scriptures That they get that understanding to come and see that the scriptures Are going to be beneficial to their lives But um, first and foremost the, the judgment in the scriptures Is going out to the church On what we're supposed to do And how we're supposed to live Now I want to start off By going and showing The power That men have From the beginning So let's go to Genesis 3.26 Because there's been a role reversal Instead of the man Having the power <laughs> The men is giving all their power to the woman. I mean, all their power, all their power, all their strength is going to the woman instead of going to the Heavenly Father. It's being redirected. And this is a satanic doctrine. You know, you have uh, people singing songs, I'll drink your bath water and all this kind of thing. You know, these aren't, these aren't good things that they're putting out in the world, good messages that they're putting out in the world They're actually evil, wicked, perverse messages Because the scriptures have the answer And, you know Kazak said, uh-oh But it's not uh-oh Because the word of the Lord is right So that's not a uh-oh that's, that's that's something that we have to be quiet And listen to what the word of the Lord says And we'll be better off But let's start from uh, Genesis three two three. 26. Someone get that and read it for me, please.
0: Just, well, are you saying Genesis 4:26? Because Genesis, last verse is 3:24.
1: Sorry. Father, 2:26. Sorry.
0: Genesis chapter 2 and verse
1: 26. You sure, brother? Because it stops at Genesis
0: 2 and 2:25. 1:26. Sorry. Okay. 1:26. That's what I want. Here we go. Jesus chapter 1 is uh, verse 26 And it says And God said Let us make man in our image After our likeness And let them have dominion Over the fish of the sea And over the fowl
1: Who was man made in the likeness of? God Almighty. Okay. What that likeness is, I mean that's that's a class that can only be taught to someone that's in Christ because you're not gonna get it. But just to summarize it, that image is not the image of of facial features or you know, the hue of skin. It's talking about righteousness. The Lord created us to be upright, He created to be righteous. He created us to be moral. That's his likeness ultimately. Okay? The Lord is all one hundred percent righteous. The Lord is perfect. The Lord is pure. The Lord is holy. That's what we was created to be. We wasn't created to be the hungry, horny, crazy, just ah. We wasn't created to be that. We was created to be righteous on this earth and deal righteously with one another, and deal righteous with the earth, with the animals, with everything. It's only because envy of the devil that we fell, and through sin we fail. According to the scriptures, we're not even supposed to be working. Not like how conventional work and how we're working now. That's a curse from God. Everything was prepared for us, and we live in paradise, but we want more. But let's carry on. So we had power over everything over the earth. Over the animals, the fishes, everything. Go ahead.
0: Verse twenty excuse me. Verse twenty seven. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. hmm Verse twenty eight verse twenty eight. And God blessed them and excuse me. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth.
1: So man had power over everything. Did that include his woman? What was a woman created for? Was a woman created to be this source of of. of you know, something that was going to anger you, you see a woman is just, you know, a nag machine, or oh, she just nag me all the time, oh nag, 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 nag. Was that what the woman was created for? Well, let's go and see. Genesis two and eighteen. Because there a are woman. a lot of men that's out there that's losing their freaking minds because of a woman. Because of a woman. And Satan will use a woman to destroy you. But let's see what God created the woman for. Satan wants to use a woman or your woman or your wife or your girlfriend. Now, keep in mind, according to the scriptures, that's one of the problems, that girlfriend-boyfriend situation, because God didn't ordain that. God created marriage a man and a woman to be joined together as one flesh. He didn't create that. He didn't create tribe before you buy. He didn't create that. Okay? So let's read. Let's read biblically. What did God create the woman for? Read that. Genesis 2.18. All right. Genesis 2 and
0: 18. And the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help me for him.
2: So...
1: God said it's not good for a man to be alone. So what did he do? He said, I'm going to make someone that's going to be there for him, that's going to help him. Meet means right. It's not talking about meet. It's like I met you. It's talking about as far as being good or appropriate. So God gave Adam this woman that was going to help him. Help him do what? Help him realize his vision or his dream. What was God creating this woman to help him with?
0: Let me read the scripture again. And the Lord said, "It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him an help meet for him." So the Lord made this woman, this right or appropriate woman for the man, so that she could, so that she could be that help. She could be that comfort for him. That companion
1: Comfort in what? Comfort in what?
0: I'm sorry, say that word Comfort in what?
1: Comfort in what? What is their condition? What is their situation at this time? Go ahead, brother They're in
0: paradise They're
1: in paradise, aren't they? They're in the garden, right?
0: From what I'm seeing right here, yes, they
1: are. So God created a woman to help Adam, that he could have a companion, someone that would be for, there for him to comfort him in paradise. It wasn't someone to comfort him in his ghetto and in his sorrow. He's in paradise. She's in paradise. So the things that God has created for us was nothing but good. It was the best the best of situations that we can be in. Now, we look at our lives and the situations that, we, that we're that in, how do we get ourselves there? God didn't put us there. We got ourselves there. And the majority of the time is because we've been disobedient to God. But when Christ came, he said what? He came to give us life and life more abundantly. But there's so many people that's turning their back on the Heavenly Father and His Christ, His Anointed One, His Holy One of Israel. That is unbelievable. But all they have to do is come to Christ and they would be healed. But they don't want to be healed. They want to see what Satan got to offer. And that's what many women do. And then, what what do men do? They fall right into the trap with the women instead of following the Lord. And see, this is a cycle that You know, brothers, men out there have to break, and then we can really help our sisters and our women to break free from that satanic influence, because it is a satanic influence in this world. If you're saying that there isn't, then all I can say is that you lost, and I pray for you to wake up. But keep reading. So the Lord created this woman to help Adam to enjoy the things that he had given him, which was paradise. So Adam's in the garden, you know, his job, we're going to read about it. What was his job? Read.
0: Okay. <clears throat> Verse 19. And out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof.
1: So Adam, his job at this time is what? He naming, Maybe he's animals. naming animals. He's he's a zookeeper, zoology. <laughs> okay, cat, rat, dog, you know, that's a good job. <laughs> if all you got to do is name animals. Well, I take that job. And you sitting in paradise, you know, you don't have to worry about food. The food just grows. You know, I want to, give me some watermelon. I Want some apples. You know, everything is just there for you. It's already prepared. You don't have to do anything. You have to just do this one thing. Could you do that, Zach? That's that's all like a good job to you? Oh,
0: yeah. Really? Name (laughs) animals. That's it. Eat.
1: And be happy. That's it. It was simple. And this this is the the simplicity that's in Christ. See, God is simple. He don't want to. He don't want everything from us. He want us he wants the right things for us, the things that's gonna give us life. That's what he gave us. He gave us life. And he gave us the best of everything. But what did we do? We turned it on his head. We did that. So we done, keep
0: reading. All right. Verse twenty. And Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found and help meat For him. Mm -hmm. Read on. And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto man. Mm. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called a woman. That she was taken. Out of man Therefore shall Go ahead Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother And shall cleave unto his wife And they shall be one flesh
1: Now I want to continue on that same vein Of what was the woman Created for So we learn here in Genesis That what She was created to be in help for the man Right or wrong Right or wrong? That's what about what the s- s- sisters in the chat room? You agree, disagree? You know, am I wrong? Is the scripture wrong? Is is that what it's saying? Have I missed something? You know. So let's go to First Corinthians eleven. Let's go to First Corinthians, eleven chapter, because it says something else that's very interesting. Now. Now in saying that Does that give a right The man a right to be abusive to his wife Or just do any old kind of thing To his wife Nope No, no. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 11 And I want to Start from verse 8 Alright Excuse me
0: 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 8 For the man is not of the woman, but the woman of the man. Mm -hmm. Neither was the man created for the woman, but the woman for the man.
1: So did, did what it said in Genesis change in the New Testament? No, it did not. No. No, it didn't. The woman was created for the man to be that helper, to help Adam in what work that the Lord had given him. So that hasn't changed today. The whole duty of man is what? Let's get it and read it.
0: Oh, I just tore a page of my
1: uh, <laughs> You're just excited this morning, huh? This is Ecclesiastes
0: Spirit, chapter 12, verse 13. It says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty. Of man.
1: So, what should a woman be helping the man do?
0: She should be helping the man to keep the commandments. And I say that in reference to this scripture right here, but it's a vice versa deal. In other words, the woman should be there for the man to help the man keep himself in line with the Heavenly Father in Christ. And it is also the man's responsibility to be there for this woman, to help her keep herself in line according to the commandments, according to the teachings of Christ.
1: Right. So how is how is the woman going to be there for the man if the man, how is the woman going to help the man and serve serving the most high if the man ain't serving the most high already? How does that work? Well, that's all we have on the board. And this is the reason why we have the problems. That's right. Because men are going crazy. Women have all these different weapons and tools that they use against men. And men fall for it. Why? Because they're not serving the Lord. Because if you're serving the Lord, what does the scripture say? Go to Isaiah 54 and 17. Do women have weapons that they use against men? Or and 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 there's two questions. And is any of the weapons that they use physical, or are they all spiritual? Hmm? <laughs> Come on, talk to me. Talk to me this morning, this afternoon, wherever you are in the world.
0: Uh, you know, you know the the primary weapon, the the one the between their legs. Men fall for every single time.
1: Yep, we're going to get that one. We're going to get that one. So, that was,
0: and on, the, on a spiritual vein, um, on a spiritual vein, um, well, more like a mental vein, you know, when, when there are arguments or when there are disagreements. And then, uh, you know, it, 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 the woman may result in saying, you know, well, I'm going to take your child, I'm going to take your children. You're not going to see them again.
1: Yeah, you know? that's a spiritual weapon.
0: For, for a man that, that's trying to serve the Lord, excuse me, I, let me renege that statement. For a man that loves his children, when he hears that, it's almost an over-and-done-with deal for him because that's, that in, in that man's mind that, that, that loves his children, that's all he wants to do, raise his children, take care of his children, be there for his children. So when someone says, I'm going to take your children from you, Or when someone says, well, you're not going to see your children anymore, so forth and so on, that's almost almost an assault,
1: if not an assault, on that man. Right. But see, this is the thing that we want to talk about because that's a weapon of the enemy. But let's read this. Because there's no greater power that we have that is in Christ. But men forget it. And they give all this power to women. Well, Christ is our power. Christ is our strength. And people in the church forget it. So how are people in the world going to get it? So read this. This is Isaiah fifty-four seventeen. Uh, 17. <clears throat> Isaiah 54, and
0: 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper.
1: Stop. Every tongue. No weapon formed against thee shall prosper. No weapon of the enemy that Satan can bring to bear because that's one of the weapons of the enemy that he wants to use to destroy people's families. Okay, I'm gonna take your children. Then what? That's that's a it's a bait to lure that man to be out of the spirit. Where you're gonna do something to that woman that now the woman has an excuse to really do where you're gonna beat her or punch up or call her some kind of name, now those demons are going to be working on it even more. See, he was no good man. He was no man of the Lord. He wasn't this blah, blah, blah. blah. But if you stay in the Lord, what does the scripture say in, in Job? You know, this is my brother, one of my brother's favorite scriptures in Job. Go, get it in Job 6.25. First read the rest of the scripture, then we get, we'll get it.
0: This is Isaiah 54.17 again. No weapon that is formed against you shall <laughs> prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee, <laughs> excuse me, in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me,
2: saith the Lord.
1: Right. So there's no weapon form. There's nothing that anyone can say. If you serve the Lord, you're going to be able, like the scripture says, to quench all the fiery darts of Satan with the shield that the Lord has given you. But good, Job
0: 6:25. Job 6:25. How forcible! Are right words But what doth your arguing reprove
1: How forcible are arguing words So if, someone, if my wife said oh, Well I'm going to take your children Say well you could do that But is that right Is that what the scriptures say And what if she does What if she does Take my children I still have to serve the Lord Remember people beat Christ Christ healed people And they cursed them And they kicked them out of out of their towns. Christ healed people, and they wanted to throw them off cliffs. How did he respond? How did he react? That's what we have to look at. That is powerful. But many men want to go toe-to-toe, to toe, blow for blow, and lose every time with a, with a wicked woman or a woman that doesn't understand. But we're supposed to be the rock, but we can't be the rock if Christ isn't our rock. So go to um, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4, because it's a warfare that's going on in people's relationships and families, and Satan is all in the midst, and men are going crazy even to the point of committing suicide, even to the point of murdering their spouse or abusing their spouse because of the different tactics and things that Satan is working through these women. What you should be doing is serving the Lord. But see, men have taken this help me that God has given them, and now they've replaced God with the woman. So it's no wonder a lot of brothers are going out of their wits Going bananas crazy Bonkers because women Have become their God and women Are not perfect Women are not omnipotent They have faults they have Flaws So you you're serving a flawed God So read that Second Corinthians 10 verse four. 4
0: Second Corinthians 10 4 For the weapons of our Warfare are not carnal Mighty through God, through the pulling down of strongholds.
1: Yeah. So our weapon, the weapons of our warfare, are not carnal. So, what weapons do we have that we have to use? Now, I want us to look at something. Go to um, go to Proverbs thirty and five. Our weapons, or, are, are not carnal. Because we're not fighting a carnal war. We're fighting a spiritual yeah. warfare.
0: And you know what that is?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: the other thing, too, because even with the first scriptures that we read at the beginning of the show, showing the order that they had and the Heavenly Father set up, as far as the man being the head and the woman being supposed to be subject to the man, so, mm-hmm. the problem that a lot of people have with that is based on, and the Bible in general. It's just based on the bad examples that we've seen throughout the generations. You know, the 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 incorrect example, the wrong example that have been set by men who supposedly were God fearing men. Mm-hmm. And if people set examples example like, you know what? I don't wanna have anything to do with that Bible if that's what it's about. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna to have to admit, Because as soon as you think a man is ahead, immediately you get into the, the image that pop up your mind is a woman that's barefoot and present in the kitchen, uneducated, unintelligent, just uh this old mouthy woman doesn't know anything, and a man that's a
1: bee and cheeks on him. Nope. <laughs> exactly. Well let's read this.
0: This is Proverbs thirty and five. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him.
1: Yeah, so what do we have in our in our hands? <laughs> a shield. Because yeah. a lot of times you're going to have a woman and she's going to say things and it's going to be hurtful. But if you love your wife, are you going to do anything to hurt her back? No. 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 It's like, okay, I've got a shield, I've got a sword. Which one are you going to use? Because the scriptures tell us, Go to, now go to Ephesians 6 and 16, because you have to understand, Satan wants to destroy your family. He wants to destroy you, but he just doesn't want you. He wants, he wants collateral damage, as much collateral damage he can get through you. He can get your wife. He can get your children. He can get their friends. He can get your friends. It's just like a, a spiritual bomb that goes off. Anyone in the vicinity, they also get taken away. That's what Satan wants to do. You think it's just after you? You got. To, you're sadly mistaken. So read on.
0: All right. This is Ephesians 6 and, 16. And, up, and above, excuse me, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked.
1: So. If if a man's woman is trying to take his child and that man is in, in is in Christ, is he going to be able to withstand that and still be in the spirit of God in Christ?
0: Yeah, if he's truly in Christ, if he's truly following Christ, then he will be able to withstand that.
1: Yeah, he's gonna be like bing, 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 just like that, because the scripture says what the how forcible or right words. That's that spiritual. Our weapons are not carnal. They're they're mighty. They're powerful. This word is sharper than any two-edged sword. Any two-edged sword. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take your child. Okay. You can try, but what does God have to say about it? Is that the right thing to do? What does Scripture say? You know. Don't you understand how look what how Satan is trying to destroy our family? See, but men don't do that. What they do is like, oh, my pimp hand is strong. Hold on. hold better step back. She don't know me like that. You know, that's that worldly wisdom. And where does it get us? <laughs> In jail. Not seeing your children. The very thing you try to avoid, now you done smacked up the woman or you done cursed out the woman. And what? You don't get to see your kids anyway. You thought you was a man. Nah. Nah. You've been, we've all been taught wrong. We've all been taught wrong. It's the scriptures which is right. Now, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to come back and, and talk about this. Because this, this is a very serious thing. And I know a lot of brothers out there is going crazy bananas. And, and a lot of brothers that's in the church or call themselves Israelites because they, they read in the Bible the many different things and evils that women did. Many mysteries have been revealed to them through the scriptures about women. And now they're looking and saying, "Damn, that's what a woman can do." Oh, these women is wicked. These women is this. These women is that. But remember, who did the Lord put in charge? So if a woman is if a woman is a whore, it's a man that had to sleep with her to make her make her a whore. Instead, he could have told her, "No, nah, baby, look, this ain't going down because this isn't right. This isn't godly." And many righteous men have done that. Look at Joseph when he was in Egypt. And he's in this guy's house and the guy's wife wanna sleep with him. Did Joseph sleep with her? Huh? Did she try she did more not. than once? Did she try she more trying, than
0: once? She tried.
1: Because there's many men are like, yo, you know, you know, I know that ain't right, you know, I ain't no homebreaker, I ain't gonna do nothing like that. But you know, she kept she kept coming at me, man. She kept coming, she kept coming, you know, I ain't gonna turn it down after so many times, you know. That's foolish. Joseph's like, no, no, no. I'm not going to do this great wickedness against the most high. But many men don't have that position in their lives to stand on that rock, which is Christ, that they can withstand the storms, that they can withstand the winds and the trials and tribulation that Satan, through this wicked, perverse world, is going to throw at you. But you can't stand. You can't stand if you're in Christ. So we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. So stay tuned.
2: of Christ Church Radio Network broadcasts seven days a week on blogtalkradio.com forward slash the B-O-C-C. Listen to our archive broadcasts or check us out while we are live on the air. Come and visit us in the virtual living room at 2 o'clock p.m. on Sundays where we examine current topics according to the scriptures. Are you looking for the truth? Can you handle the truth? Find out on Mondays at 8 o'clock p.m. It doesn't matter what church you attend or philosophy you believe. Take the challenge to see, are you smarter than your pastor on Tuesdays at 8 o'clock p.m.? The world is engrossed in darkness, but it shall be destroyed by the light. Check out From Darkness to Light at 7 o'clock p.m. on Wednesdays, where all manner of witchcraft, occult practices, and Satanism is exposed for what it is. Before the light comes, it's time to awake on Thursday at 8 o'clock p.m. If you are seeking salvation, listen to Repentance is the Key, Fridays at 7 o'clock p.m. And after you've listened to all of these shows, find out how we will become kings and priests, Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock a.m. All shows are on Eastern Standard Time. Remember to check out The Body of Christ Church seven days a week on blogtalkradio.com forward slash the B-O-C-C. That's blog talk radio dot com for slash THE BOC. How long do these devils think they're going to escape, man? Go on and expose them. Reverends doing witchcraft and abominations. They say they're of the Lord, but they're the friends of Satan. Spiritual wickedness. In high places, we got devils walking around with human faces. Divining witches and psychics will bring a curse. But what's worse is cats teaching this up in the church. Filthy lies and blasphemy is what it is. The most high said he would not suffer a wish to live. So we examine and reprove all these simple demons. Now get your Bibles out, because it's repentance season. Submit yourselves to the will of the most might Open your eyes and turn from darkness to the light tune in to From Darkness to Light on blogtalkradio.com forward slash the B-O-C-C Wednesdays at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Repent from witchcraft and the occult. Shalom. Shalom.
1: Priests Don't let your woman drive you crazy We're supposed to serve The Lord brothers and we're supposed to show Our wives That example of Christ We're supposed to recognize and know That our sisters Are going through The same spiritual fight that we're going through And they're the weaker vessel So we have to have understanding Towards that and I mean many Many brothers Don't have that Understanding, and they don't have That sympathy or that compassion That Christ had on us Because Christ had mercy on us But many men won't have that Mercy on their women or look What conditional things that their Wives are going through You know they're just thinking about themselves You know don't take my child Don't do this But they're not looking and seeing what things They've done to the heavenly father They're not looking at what crimes And things that the Heavenly Father Has suffered and what simple Things that they've done against the Lord You're just looking at your wife and saying Which things, oh this woman is crazy She's this What we have to do is really look at ourselves And If we do that, there's nothing That your wife will be able To do or to say That's going to remove you from the love of Christ So I'd like to thank everyone That's called in, everyone that's Joining us, if you've got a question or comment you can definitely more certainly call in the call in number is 646-716-7749 or you can put your question or comment in the chat room and brothers and sisters or you know the brothers on the show or myself will definitely um do our best to answer it via via the word of the most high And his Christ but I want to I want us to go and look at uh, Ephesians 6 and 12 because there's many men that they're fighting the spiritual warfare and they're using carnal means and methods to fight it and they lose every time. <laughs> they lose every time. I know. I've I've been there. I've been in those bad relationships and arguing with a woman. It's only till I came in the truth and been in the truth for years and years and years and years that I finally came. Oh, this is how this works. This is where... My power is This is where the force is You know they have The force in Star Wars But we have the force in Christ And it's more powerful Than any relationship Book or doctrine That you'll ever deal with It's really humbling But read that Ephesians 6 and 12 brother
2: Ephesians chapter 6 and
0: verse 12 For we wrestle not against flesh and blood Read that again. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood.
1: You you know what? There's some brothers out there that's wrestling. They're, They're in a physical wrestling match or they're into a verbal wrestling match with their wife, their girlfriend, their woman. But the scripture says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So when your woman comes in, she's angry, she's crazy, she's lost, she's out of your head. That's not, that's not a carnal thing That's a spiritual thing It's a spirit of anger It's a spirit of jealousy Or whatever it is So what do you have to use To combat those forces The force that God gave you How forcible are right words And we know that the right words Is the words of this Bible The words of truth The words of Christ Read on
0: right. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood But against principalities Against powers Against the rulers of the darkness of this world Against spiritual wickedness In high places
1: Yeah, you, we, who we battling? Satan We battle in Satan But well, you won't be able to see that If you're carnally Minded And you said something very interesting John, Is that, you know, a woman Trying to take a man's child You know, basically that's going to drive him crazy That's why There's this scripture here Read verse 13
0: Take unto you the whole armor of God That ye may be able to withstand In the evil day And having done all to stand Read on Stand therefore having your loins Girt about with truth And having on the breastplate Of righteousness And your feet shod with the Preparation of the gospel of peace Above mm-hmm. all taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Read on. And and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word
1: of God. So now, that sounds like a man that's fully prepared. There's nothing that's going to be able to penetrate that, is that? That's right. Not words, not deeds, not anything that's people... Because remember, Christ said... Your enemy. In the old time, you know, someone that was your enemy, you know, you would fight against them. But Christ said, Pray for your enemies. And many many men see women as the enemy. The woman isn't the enemy. Satan is the enemy. And if we have all these things prepared, are they gonna be able to get through to us?
0: Nope. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, there's things <laughs> that there's things that women may say that may anger you. That's why Ephesians 4.26 says what? Be angry angry, But then not Christ was angry Many times with the disciples Did he send, I'm going to kill all y'all No, he didn't do that He explained, he taught them He shown them What was right That's the same thing that we were supposed to do But what's the problem? Men are losing their minds Because of women Because they have so much hatred for women Because they don't love themselves Because they don't love the Most High It's as simple as that You think you love the Most High But if you love the Most High And you stand for the Most High Why are you so easily defeated? Because the Most High Is the power We can do all Things through Christ Who's strengthening us So In the Old Testament it said a man An Israelite man It said one could chase a thousand Two could chase 10,000, and you fall at the hand or a word of a woman. That shows that you're not serving God. Because if you're serving God, you're mighty and you're powerful in Christ. And nothing is going to offend you. Nothing is going to shake you. Nothing is going to move you off your position. Not a woman, not a trial, not a tribulation, not a debt, not a job, nothing. You're going to hold your position, and you shall not be moved. You shall not be moved. I want to play a clip, and then we're going to go and, and <clears throat> some more into this and give some examples what brothers should be doing when they're faced with these different problems or situations that arise in their lives. What can you do to avoid them or work around them? What does the Scriptures give us in the advice? This is one of my, my my favorite clips I like to play that, you know, women, an example of women just driving the man bonkers crazy out of his mind. So let's listen to this. I'm sick of dealing with your ghetto baby mama. Do you mind? Excuse us. What the hell are you talking about? Do you mind? Y'all ain't never seen black people on a train? You ain't never heard of the Underground Railroad? Get a ghetto here, Let my people go. You heard me? Ma'am, she's drunk. Yeah, we can tell. Probably a 40. Oh, liquor. her. You always have to embarrass me. Look at you, Marcus. You are an embarrassment, okay? And I was fine till we dropped your kids off at Keisha's house.
0: She's the mother. What do you want me to do?
1: Be a man and tell her to stop talking to me like she crazy. I'm telling you, Marcus, if she looks at me one more time cross-eyed, I'm going to gut her like a fish. She wasn't even looking at you. How would you know? You weren't even on her face. You too busy staring at her ass. Could you lay off of that for a while? Could you go to hell for a while? Okay. Excuse me? Nothing. Do you mind? BT is trying to nap.
0: You know what? Well, Angela is trying to have a conversation with her husband. I'm about sick of y'all interrupting my conversation. I don't give a damn about BT. I heard those little smart-ass remarks you made, too. did your mama teach you something? Who the hell do these people think they are anyway? Didn't all see me having conversations with my husband when I come on this train? trying to save a damn marriage.
1: So what do you do with that? Someone advise, yo, you got to get your woman in check, man. And that would mean that you physically abuse your wife. Is that the answer? Let's start there. No,
0: That that definitely is not the answer I mean And I I gotta read The scripture Excuse me If you don't mind allow me to read the scripture right quick uh, First Corinthians Chapter 9 Where it says Verse 27 where it says But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection Lest by any means When I have preached to others I myself Should be a castaway So the point of the matter is We have to keep yourselves in check that's not to say that you're not going to get angry because there are times when you are going to get angry but what do you do when you get angry do you lash out do you just you know grab the bull by the horns and just commence to tearing the place apart that's not according to Christ let me read it again but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection so we're supposed to keep ourselves in check and we're supposed to use the scriptures as advice or as the tool to keep ourselves in check, the fruits of the spirit, uh, that, 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 love, that love, that joy, that peace, the goodness, the meekness, the gentleness, the patience, patience right there. So those things that we have to keep constantly in our minds, because if not, the example that you play, that could easily overwhelm, overtake, excuse me, any man. And then he's done, he's done, gone off the deep end, and all the studying and all the meditation and reading the scriptures that he thought that he did, it's, it's, it was for nothing. Mm. Also, I got to read Ecclesiastes, please. Uh, chapter 7 <clears throat> and uh, verse 9,
1: mm-hmm. where it
0: says, Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry, for anger resteth in the bosom of fools. Mm. So it says, don't be quick in your spirit to lose control. Don't be quick. In your spirit to lose your temper Don't be quick in your spirit To to, 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 to Let it go and all hell breaks loose Don't do that mm. Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry For anger Resteth in the bosom of fools For anger That spirit of anger Is going to reside in that foolish man Or that foolish woman for that matter So the overall point of, the overall point Of the matter is When confronted with situations like that, it's best to take a breath, take a step back, refocus your mindset in the scriptures, and if need be, walk away.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, and people have to uh, recognize how powerful that spirit of anger can be. Even the scriptures tell you that wrath wasn't made for men. It wasn't made for us to be just insanely crazy and just, ah! Because at that moment, men have killed their wives in that moment of fury of anger. Oh, snap the neck. Like, yo, I'm not that strong. No, you're not that strong. It was that demon that gave you, the, oh, you want to kill her, don't you? Okay, bam, you got the power. Click! Now you done killed your wife. Just that's it. Oh, didn't mean to do it. I loved her. Okay, why'd you kill her then? Because that anger was resting in your heart for a long time. Christ told tell us how we're supposed to resolve those different issues. In Matthew eighteen, fifteen, many other scriptures. You have an issue or a problem. But many men won't do that. They won't go to the woman like, look, you really hurt my feelings. That was some messed up suck. But that like the scripture says, how forcible are right words. Too afraid also you're a weak man. You a little look, you gay, you are feminine. Look at you dad you got no feelings. Like what? Well, you to have no feelings. Men do have feelings. So you just keep it all bottled up and then you explode. Now you're in more pain than what you were before. You don't want to humble see, we have to humble ourselves to the most high and then we'll be able to deal with any situation, whether it's in a marital relationship, where it's in a job, whatever. But men are not doing that. So they get into these dealing with these crazy Sisters, And they have no way or outlet to deal with it. It's just what they know naturally. What they know naturally, which is not going to help you because God isn't dealing with the natural. He's dealing with the spiritual. And that's what we're fighting against. We're fighting against spiritual wickedness in high places. We're fighting against principalities. Principalities mean you you fighting the first the the top of the line the top range the high ranking demons and spirits you're not fight you're not fighting the low level you know you're not fighting the pawn you you fighting the bishop you fighting the, the knight that's what you're fighting against but you're able to stand by doing what the scriptures gave you the answer you have to put on the whole arm of God so to do that you have to submit yourselves to God's will because a woman. It's supposed to be a beautiful thing in a man's life. She was created to help us in the caretaking of paradise. And that's what we're supposed to be returning back to again, to God's paradise that he wants to give us. He wants to give us the kingdom that we enjoy along with our wives. So I want us to go to uh, Proverbs. 20, 21 verse 9. So what do you do in a situation? You got a woman, She she's crazy, she's angry, she's upset, she's mad. Something has happened, you know, that she just snapped like the guy said. She just snapped. Now, what has happened? Is it going to make it any better if you snap, if you lose control? Is that going to make it any better? No, it's not. No, That's definitely not worse. It's definitely worse. <laughs> You got to stay in the military, so you got to stay calm under fire. It's like, how do you do that? You know, how do you how do you stay calm when bullets are shooting at your head? You know, he's like, yo, he's just ah, I'm about to die. But that's that's what separates the righteous from the wicked, would separate the men from the cowards. Because in the scriptures, we didn't take the cowards to war. It's like, look, you scared to fight? Hey, you got to stay home. So we are fighting the spiritual warfare. But how we have to fight it is according to the Scriptures. So we're going we're gonna to see how the Lord wants to fight and deal in these situations. Is it to be abusive to our women? Is it to strike them? You know, everyone has their different issues. Everyone has a bad day. But how are we supposed to deal, you know, woman's mad upset, just like the woman on the train? How do we deal with that? How does the scripture show us how to deal with that? Read Proverbs 21 verse 9.
0: Proverbs 21 and 9. It is better to dwell in a corner of the house than with a brawling woman in a white house.
1: So, she's angry and upset. The way to combat that is not to combat it? Is that what it's saying? Leave her alone?
2: gonna so read
0: the scripture again. It is better to dwell in a corner of the housetop than to, excuse me, than with a brawling woman in a white house. So it's better to basically be off to the side, you know, if she's angry,
2: she's upset,
0: let her be angry and upset. You go someplace else, let the situation calm let, let, let the situation calm calm itself, let her calm herself, and then at that point you start at Hebrews thirteen and sixteen that communication. Well, why are you why are you upset? What has gotten you this angry? Talk to me. Let's see if we can resolve this. But in the the moment
1: it, it's not gonna work. Right, and then you might say some things that you later regret, but we know the scripture says, you know, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So if a man loves his wife, is he gonna call her a bitch or a whore or a slut, skis or whatever? Is he gonna say that? Nah, <laughs> man, I love my wife, but she a hoe. <laughs> How do you gonna love your wife if all of these different, you know, you know, out of a fountain? There's only gonna come one thing. Is it gonna be sweet or bitter? It can't. can't be both. Can't be both. So it says, leave her alone. And there's another scripture that that talks about that. Proverbs 20 and 3. Get that and read that. All
0: right. It is an honor for a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be
1: meddling. So it's an honor to see from, cease from arguments and, and, and fights and debate. But that's not what the scriptures tell us to do, is it? They tell us to engage, 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 attack, attack, defend. Oh, no, you're not going to say about it. You ain't taking my child. How dare you? Who the hell you think you are? And does that uh, make the situation any better? No, no. That's making it worse. It's making it worse. So there's going to be times where you're dealing with a woman. To to keep your sanity you have to what? Cease from strife. Don't engage. This is this is the combat. This is a spiritual warfare and this is a spiritual weapons. So you're gonna say some things, all you gotta do is hold up your shield. You did this did blah blah blah. You just holding your shield there. And so you're praying, Lord, Lord, help me Jesus this woman is saying, because they say sticks and stones may hurt your bones, but words, words won't hurt you? That's a lie. That's a damn lie because words hurt. Words hurt. Sticks and stones hurt, but words hurt even more. than st- I take the sticks and stones, some of the words that people can say that hurt more. That's a lie. But your shield, you have your shield there, will quench all those fiery darts. Boom. You got it. You caught it. Okay. So you see some strife, but every fool will be meddling. See how she's gonna say that about me? I'ma tell her about herself and this. Me. See, this is what you done. Take my tail. I ain't gonna give you no money. You take the little sucker. I ain't gonna give you no money. Then, then you all in a bad way. And who put you there? Yourself, because you didn't submit yourself to the Lord. This is the reason why men are going crazy and they have problems with their women. Because they don't want to listen to what the Lord is saying. They think, I can handle this. I'm a man. Are you? You may be a man, but are you a man of the Lord? That is the question. So that's stage one. They say go to a corner in the house. So you may have what they call a man cave. Go to your man cave and just sit there and, and you know, relax a minute. And she's maybe ratting a raven. You got your shield, so it ain't, ain't going to penetrate you. You got an armor. So it ain't going to penetrate you. Every every part of your body is covered from the head to the sole of your feet. It said even your feet to shard your feet with the gospel. So you're looking at Christ. How many people spoke up against Christ? And what did he do? When they railed on him, did he rail back?
0: No, he, he kept oh. going.
1: So why is, why is a man's wife or his woman an exception to that rule? If Christ is our example.
0: Because men... Uh, men and women, but since we're talking about the men right about now, men have that word called pride, and have that that have that attribute called pride in which, well, she's not gonna say nothing to me, or she got something to say to me, I got something to say to her. No, bring it. That's the wrong mentality. To have.
1: Uh, absolutely, and I'm 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 glad that you um you uh said that scripture because. It leads me to another scripture that I had. I'll read it real quick. And then we'll go to the next stage. Because sometimes the corner ain't going to be good enough for you. It ain't going to be good enough for her. You're going to try to, like, okay, I'm not going to say I'm not going to engage in this because I know it's a snare and it's a trap for Satan for me to start, like, um, color people put into the death and death life or in the power of the tongue. So Satan wants you to engage in that to, to inflame the situation. But you brought up an interesting point, Zach, about pride. And I want to read that. This is 1 Peter 5 and 5. It says, Likewise, you younger, submit yourself unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. So, the Lord, he's He's not going to deal with those that's proud and hard. I'm going to deal with this situation. I got this. I'm going to show this whole. It's showtime in here. How she's going to say, she's going to take my kids. She's going to do this, do that. I'm the man up in here. No. God resisted that. You're going to do what God says, and then you're going to be empowered. You're going to be the one that comes on top because you follow the one who is on top. So... Proverbs twenty one and nine is stage one. Sometimes that's not going to be good enough. So let's go to Proverbs twenty one and nineteen. Ten scriptures later.
0: It is uh, twenty one and nineteen. <clears throat> it is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman.
1: See, God, God couldn't leave us hanging. You <laughs> God knows, man. The Most side knows. Why does he know? Because he made male and he made female. So he knows what's in us and he knows how to combat that. But we have to take up the spiritual weaponry. So read that again, brother.
0: It is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman.
1: So your woman is angry, she's contentious, she's contending with you. You know, that contentious means tending to argument or strife, quarrelsome. Causing or involving or characterized by argument or controversy caused between two contending parties. So she's just there looking for an argument, trying to beat you into the heart. I take your kids. You know what? The baby may not be yours. You're like, oh, hell no. I'm going to show you. Showtime. Now, now you, now you're in Satan's trap. You done took off the gloves. Were you supposed to keep the armor on? They like, say I'm taking the gloves off. No, keep the gloves on. Keep the armor on. Keep your shield that's able to quench all the fiery darts of Satan. So. so. Sometimes you gotta leave the house, <laughs> go in the wilderness. Like well, I'm going to a friend's house. Don't go to another woman's house. Go to a brother's house. The brother the that's brother. in Christ, not not the one that's like, oh man, you know what? Forget that home. I, and I know so Sally been looking at you for a long time. She'll treat you right. Is that yeah. the right move? No, no, no. Nah. 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 But a lot of men fall for that. The woman, ain't, one woman ain't treating them right. There's a there's another woman that for that moment. She's in the spirit of saying, oh, I know your woman ain't treating you right. Yeah, I'll treat you right. I've had women say that to me. Uh, your woman ain't treating you right. You have a problem with your woman? I'll, I'll, I'll treat you right. I'll give, it, I'll give you what you want. I'll rub your back. I'll give you what you want, daddy. But what are you going to do? If that's, that's just another trap. And if you have your armor on, then you're going to fall right into it, and it's going to be your death. It's going to be your destruction. It's going to destroy you. And it's going to, it's that uh, collateral damage. Because if you're out of the picture, then is that going to cause more problems for the wife that you had and your children? Is that going to cause more problems for them in their life? Yes, of course. If not anything else, stress financial problems, because, fin- I mean, people are more financially stable together than they are apart, aren't they? I mean, that's like, common sense, right? Mm-hmm. It's better to pay one mortgage than two, or one rent rather than two rents, isn't it? Oh, yeah. People don't think, oh, that, like, I'm going to get mine. You can't tell me. Go ahead.
0: Well, but with that with man out of the way, you know, where where is is going to be you know, yeah. the, the the establishing of that of the household. If that man is out of the picture, um where is the help dealing with the children? If that man is out of the picture where where is the source of of the of the woman's strength, which is supposed to be the scriptures through that man. So it's almost like uh, a relationship of a dependency. When I say dependency, I'm gonna talk about all the one is what we can not do with themselves. It's like you need Going to, going to deal and deal successfully I'm not saying that it can't happen But the Most High brought us together Man and woman so that both be that One flesh like the scripture says And they raised the children And they both are working together With the common, with the common goal of Obtaining the kingdom of heaven
1: mm-hmm. Now see that's something that A man should be saying to his wife Instead of you know You're going to take my child I'm gonna, I'm going to beat you down and I want to get that and read that. Let's go to Titus one and seven because a man is not supposed to be a striker, fighting with his wife in a physical confrontation. You know, some people call it moving furniture. Yeah, they was in the house moving furniture, meaning they was in a physical fight. You know, you're not supposed to be in a physical fight with your with your woman. You know, I'm gonna prove, I'm gonna show you. You say I'm better, man up. Okay, I'm a man up. Here comes this slap. What did the five What the five fingers say to the face? Slap. No. That's not right, according to the scriptures. It's like what you said, pride, and men like okay, they lack that confidence because they're seeking. They put this woman on a pedestal and see her as as a god or a goddess, and now they forgot who their first love was supposed to be. It's supposed to be Christ. But if you if your love is towards Christ first, if your wife <laughs> said, I'm and take the children, like, well, you can do that. But I'm still gonna serve the Lord. No matter what you do, I'm still gonna serve the Lord. I'm gonna do what's right. Now we can talk about it if we want to. If not, then hey, the most high gonna deal with you. That's that takes faith and it and it takes humility. And we really lost our way and think that look, the most high is the ultimate judge and that there's nothing that anyone could do that the most I don't see and that the most I don't deal with. But let's read this one, Titus 1 and 7, because many men, they result to, what well, I'm going to beat the woman into submission. <laughs> you can beat the woman, but that don't mean she's going to submit. In her mind, we all right All
0: right, Titus 1 and 7. For well, a bishop must be blameless as the steward of God, not self-willed, not soon angry, not given to wine, no striker,
1: So the scripture says that what a man that sought to be a bishop, a teacher, a, a, a leader, an elder in the church, they couldn't be a striker. So that didn't mean, you know, that was exclusive for the men that were, were bishops because the bishops were the ones that were supposed to be setting an example for the church. So if the man that's a bishop is in a striker, what is everyone else supposed to be doing? What are the rest of the men supposed to be doing? Is it okay for them to strike their wife?
0: No. no, Hell, no. no. In other words, he's not supposed to serve as an example. Yeah.
1: Right. He was supposed to be to to reflect the image of Christ and how Christ was. We well, see Christ beating up women. There was women cursing out Christ. There was women there saying, crucify Jesus crucifying, our king. But he still prayed for the Lord to, to forgive, didn't he? And there was many women that followed Christ, so you're not supposed to beat up on your wife. Now, I wanted to go on some of the other weapons and tools. I mean, I think it was you, Abaji, that mentioned. It. Is that, that was it? You about sex? Or was it oh yes, it was a It was.
0: It was about, mm-hmm.
1: So let's look at that. Let's go to First uh, Corinthians seven. Because it's, it's, if you're in Christ and you're following the scriptures, you even know people out in the world, they use it all the time. I ain't gonna, I'm, 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 They use the 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 sex ticket. They use the sex card. I ain't going to give none. See, made me mad. Then give me that money to get my hair done. I'm going to show them you ain't going to get none tonight.
2: <laughs> but is that,
1: a, is that something that women are supposed to use? And what if a woman does use that? Here's a remedy. First Corinthians 7, read Story so 7 to 5. Everyone? 7 to five is straight okay.
0: Defraud ye not one the other, except it be with consent for a time, that ye may give yourselves to fasting and prayer, and come together again, that Satan tempt you not for your incontinency.
1: So, what does that mean? Stop. It
0: means, defraud ye not one the other. Do not hold back. about sex now. So mm-hmm. defraud you not one the other. Don't hold back from each other a sex. Except it be with consent. Except that both of you agree we're not going to deal in this intimate matter so that we can... What does defraud mean? Hold back or, or Yeah,
1: yeah. You're not supposed to hold back. If you love somebody, why are you going to hold back the comfort, the physical comfort for them? That's a, that's an evil thing, but it's a tool that many women use, and it makes the man crazy. It makes the man mad, but this is what the scripture says. Go ahead, brother.
2: Defort ye not one another,
0: except to be with consent for time.
1: That and I read this even in the church. <laughs> People are doing this. Even in the church. I ain't going to give them none because I'm mad and I'm mad. So it's, we have to know the weapons and tools that Satan's going to use. To try to destroy us and our families. I'm not going to give them that. Yeah. Okay. okay. The more you yeah, yeah. Hey, can, I, can I add something to that?
0: Sure, go ahead, bro. Because by the same token, again, because, because of, of the bad example that was set that by those that have come before us. Mm-hmm. Because of that example in the language of the of the scriptures, people will read that, defraud you not one or the other. That oh, I mean... mean you know, if people are just want to take it and run into their mouth. You know, you know, you start dealing with it. Because on the flip side of that is the whole thing of if a man and a woman are dealing with the that they're supposed to, why would a man have to force his woman, or why would a woman have to force a man when it comes right. down to, to dealing with people? Right, you, You're saying that, that's where charity comes into play, and that's where the light life, of understanding of the, the scriptures and the power of the Most High comes into play. Charity one towards the other, and it's not going to be a matter of me, 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 I want, I want, I want.
1: It's going to be a matter of, of us and that charity coming into play and in that love that you're supposed to have for each other as it pertains to the scriptures and coming to a middle ground. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wise, wise words, wise. and the brother's the not brother's even not married, married yet, yet. For sure. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, why, why would a man have
0: to force his own force
1: if they're dealing in the in He wouldn't have he wouldn't to. to
0: Exactly. Exactly. Have to. Exactly. Exactly. Have to. exactly. So you find yourself not even having to deal with the foolish questions that the world comes up with because they're not dealing with the scriptures.
1: Right. And absolutely. And and that's what this show is all about. You know, men are going crazy over women is because they're not dealing with the Lord correctly. That's why the woman is able to get to you. That's why she's able to push your buttons. Why is she able to push your buttons through this mighty armor of God? Oh, I guess you're not wearing it, huh? (laughs) That's how she's able to do that. I guess you, where's your shield? That's able to quench all the fiery darts of Satan. Oh, it's over there in the corner. That's why you're getting your ass spiritually whipped. Where you're supposed to lead and guide the house and the Lord has given you all this power as a commander in your house and now you're the one that's serving the woman. You are the one that's the servant. You're the servant and your and your house is falling, is falling down. Because you're not serving God. And the great is the fall of your house is gonna be. Because you refuse to serve the Lord. No this woman, I'm a, I'm gonna show her who's the man. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna find out that Satan is there just whooping up on you. And the Lord is like I could have helped you, man. <laughs> so I want to say um, you brought some interesting points, about you about w- forcing a woman. You can't force a woman. Men read the Bible. They read 1 Corinthians 11. Let's go read 1 Corinthians 11 and 3. They read this scripture, and it's like, oh, hell, it's on. See, I knew this feminism, see, I'm the man, the man, so the woman, this, that, you listen to me. They that mm-hmm. in their head and think like, you know, women just automatically, all right, he read the scripture, I'm going to fall in line. What you want, everything you want, what you want, <laughs> you know? So read that scripture. 1
0: Corinthians 11 and 3, but I will have you know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is the man, and the head of
1: Christ is God. So I remember, you know, first coming into coming into the truth and dealing with the scriptures reading it like oh stop this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah, what what? And many, many men and brothers had that same inkling in their mind and they didn't have the understanding. Read read um read Colossians three and eighteen you
0: gotta listen to me. One second. Colossians chapter three and verse eighteen. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it says, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as it is fit in the Lord.
1: So many brothers still saw that as you know, this woman gonna have to listen to me. And this is where a lot of conflict and things come in, and men going crazy, especially in the churches in the Israelite churches. You know, women gotta listen. See, Bible said we submit, submit. But what does submit mean? What does submit mean?
0: Uh, to yield oneself or to give oneself over to.
1: Yeah, to oh, yield. What, what does yield mean? See, see, Zach got that master's degree, so we're gonna make yeah. him break it down for y'all. So he's really high, highly educated, brother. So we're gonna make a break. What does yield mean?
0: Alright, now give me about fifteen seconds to go to dictionary.com so I can get you the definition of yield. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, when you yield as basically to, to to give way or to give passage, or in or in this case, talk about persons, you give yourself over to 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 that effect.
1: So if if a person is yielding, are they being forced to?
0: No. They no. in other words when you're yielding, you're doing this of your own free will and accord.
1: Exactly, you're not
0: being forced. You're not being compelled to do it.
1: So why are men trying to get women to listen? Nah. Why are they trying to get you gonna listen to me? You gonna why? Why don't you just do what the scripture She's not listening. Let me go in this corner. Let me go in this, and I'm a, I'm a un, I'm gonna unleash the arsenal. I'm gonna go into the armory. I'm going to pray. I'm going to leave her alone to cool down, and then I'm going to come back with my sword, the four how forcible or right words. I ain't going to be in an argument. I'm going to come back with the force, the true force, not the not that Star Wars. We're talking about Star Wars. We're talking about the Most High. We're talking about the words of these scriptures, these pure words. Then we're going to see what happens. Because I can tell you through my experience in being married for over a decade, this is the power right here. This is the power. you arguing with your wife and trying to, trying to force her to do what you want. That ain't going to work, Jim, because whether you believe it or not, women are powerful. Women are, they're powerful, and they're powerful in Satan. They have power in this world. And if you ain't dealing with the Heavenly Father in Christ, they will destroy you. They will destroy you, and they will destroy your children. So we're supposed to be on the other side, helping them and showing them, look this is the this is the traps of Satan. These are the things that he wants you to do to destroy me and destroy us and destroy our family. Not you giving into that like how Adam did. Adam went along with the program, and where are we now out working we were, I say this and I, and I want everyone to know we're not meant to be working we're not meant to be working. we're supposed to be in paradise. So what do you want? How many people enjoy going to work? How many people, they wake out of their bed, and that bed is just calling you, like, where are you going? You know you don't want to go. You want to stay five more minutes, snooze, and you, like, hit the snooze. Bam. Come on. who going to tell me I'm wrong? Oh. Meant for that. We were meant for that. We were created for paradise. We were created to enjoy this earth. while we are enjoying it? Because we was wicked against the Heavenly Father. It's simple and plain. Why is, your, why is your woman crazy and you crazy and you going mad? Because you've turned your back on the most high. Because that's the order. We were supposed you so busy telling your woman, you got to listen to me. Listen to what I say I'm telling you. The Lord told you. I'm the man. I'm over you. But are you listening to the one that's over you? Are you listening to Christ? Are you doing the things that Christ is telling you to do as a man? That is the question. Because if you're doing that, there's nothing that woman could do to harm you or hurt you or anything. The Lord will check her so hard she wouldn't have to be spinning like on the exorcist. Yeah. But many men don't have that faith. Oh, I got to do something about this. She's going to take my baby. She's going to take my child. No, hell no. She ain't doing that. All you got to do is get on your knees and, well, man, I must have done something to the Lord that my life is so crazy like this. Let me go to the Lord. Lord, what have I done? Lord, forgive me. I'm in these problems. Lord, help me. How many men is doing that? Are you trying to handle the subtle things with the back of your hand? So, if submit yeah. means to yield, what, you want to say something, bro? Yeah, I
0: was going to say this. The problem is is that know that find themselves in these situations when they try to right some of the wrongs that they've done in the past and start dealing correctly, they're going to find out very quickly that the woman that they chose to deal with is not the woman that the Heavenly Father has set up for them. Right. And one of two things is going to happen. When a man decides to give his life over to the Lord and repent and start walking that path of righteousness through the example of Christ, that woman that he's dealing with, one of two things is going to happen. Mm. gonna have first Corinthians addresses that not to take you off the subject. But that's as far mm. as basically either she's gonna if she wants to be with you, then she's gonna basically follow suit and eventually learn and understand for herself, or she's gonna lose. One of two mm. things is gonna happen. And mm. and you know it, it just goes back to all of the decisions that we made without the counsel of the Heavenly Father without the understanding of the scriptures, that puts us in the situations that we find ourselves in and the repercussions of those decisions that we have to live the rest of our lives with. But the Lord is very merciful in those things as well. Yeah, yes. People really underestimate the power of the Most High, how he has the power, you know, really who's in charge of this place. Right. You when know, you know, the Most High can step in and just change the whole situation around, you You sitting there wondering like, okay, now where the hell did this come from? How did this happen? You know, I I didn't see this coming. I I didn't think it was going to turn out this way. You know, this is good, but it just goes back to the men learning to put their faith in the Most High, rather than worshiping these things that we see before us and giving our power over to that.
1: Right. And I know Abadja knows something about that. He's speaking from personal experience. You know, Uh saw a woman he liked, and then instead of looking for a woman in the Lord, he tried to convince. Convince a woman of Satan of the Lord now that's a tall order <laughs> because
0: something there, that you can't say nobody,
1: not right something that um colored people put in the in the chat room which is very true it says we both need to learn to submit, and that's what um that first Peters five and five is telling us. It says, likewise, you younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. But God resisted the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Because there's women that check men, but in the scriptures. Yep. Like, look, this is what you're doing wrong. Let me show you. Blah, 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 this, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't, but before a man to hear a woman, he had to listen to her. You know, you just got one to see. You're the weaker vessel. Shut the hell up. No, you can't do that. Because if you love somebody, you're not gonna do that. Because love work of no ill to his neighbor. Love work question. of no ill to his neighbor. Yeah.
0: I got a question. Did did Abraham tell Sarah shut down when she told him to send uh send Ishmael away?
2: And no. the Lord said, no. Listen
0: to your wife. No, nah, Abraham did not do that. Though it hurt okay. him though it hurt him to do so, he did send away Ishmael.
1: Yeah, because he was he what Sarah was thinking was right. He was obedient and humble to what the Lord was saying. Now I want to hit Ephesians, um, Ephesians 5 and
0: 22. Okay. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 22. <clears throat> it says, "Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands, as unto the Lord."
1: Right. So. Like I said, oh woman, you gotta women gotta listen to me. You gotta listen to me. You listen to me. So as a mentality, you can go out and just get it. Get any woman and say, look, you gotta listen to me. You got a woman that's full of full of sin, and you oh you gotta listen to me. Is she gonna understand that? No, 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 she gonna understand it if you don't understand it. You just can't get any old woman. Oh, she look good. The booty look good. The breast look good. Let me now, uh Now you look good, and now. She's thinking about you on this carnal relationship basis. You got the Bible in your hand, and you're looking at her in a carnal basis. You're not looking at her, what the scriptures say, you know, with all purity. You're not looking at her like that. you look looking, breasts look good. The hair look, oh, man, her hair is nice. She smell nice. Look at her nails is done. Yeah, the sister got it going on. You ain't even thinking about a Bible verse. You just yeah, thinking about I'm everything good. You're just thinking about what you're going to get from this woman, and now you're going to throw this Bible out. It's not going to work that way. That's why many men are going out of their damn mind because of women, because the women they got is wicked. Why? Because they're wicked. A wicked woman is given unto a portion to a wicked man. A righteous woman is going to be given to a righteous man. That's what's going to happen. Brothers need to figure it out. My woman, she's crazy. She's out of order. you out of order. That's why your woman's out of order. Your woman, your woman is a reflection of you. Bone of your bone, flesh of your flesh. I, I, I don't see how many men miss that. The woman is a reflection of them. Ah, oh, no, I never do that. This, one. What are you doing against the Heavenly Father in Christ? Because if you're doing the things that's right in Christ, your woman is going to do the right things by you. If you're standing up for the Most High in Christ, if you're a warrior in Christ, there's nothing that that woman is going to be able to do to you that's going to stir you or take you out of the spirit because you're too powerful. So, oh, Satan's going to try. Satan's going to try, but you in the spirit, you're going to be able to autocorrect that through Christ. Now, in Ephesians, it speaks about the woman submitting to the man, but is there anything that the man supposed to do?
2: Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Clean. Oh, yeah. Clint.
0: Let's, let's Oh yeah. That. And the reason why I say it that way is because of the fact that we read these scriptures and then, as Abijah already said, brothers run 30 miles away. it. So you're supposed to listen. Wait a minute. But not only is a woman supposed to listen to her husband, guess what, husbands, brothers, you also have a responsibility of listening to Christ. It doesn't stop at you because we have to listen and honor and apply what Christ teaches us as well. Mm.
1: So I want to, yeah. Let's read some of that. What what was the man supposed to do?
0: You want to keep going to verse twenty three, or jump down a little bit? Yeah. Okay, verse twenty three. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body.
1: You know, going back to going back to twenty two, it says the woman oh. was supposed to submit. Unto her own husband, to her husband, as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, why was it as unto the Lord?
0: It's as unto the Lord because the husband, who is the head of the wife, and Christ is his head. So, what the husband is supposed to be is that image of Jesus Christ in the household in righteousness.
1: So, in other question.
0: words, he's supposed to be bringing those, that teaching, the understanding. Of, thus saith the Lord, thus saith Jesus Christ in the household
1: Right, question Can you expect a woman to submit to you If you're not submitting unto the Lord? Nope, no, not going to happen oh. And no. it's something that, that men, you know, in the world You know, they have to repent and come unto Christ To really truly understand these concepts And these scriptures are saying But brothers that's in the church you having issues, or your wife, or your wife is going crazy. It's like you have to ask yourself a question: Are you listening to the Lord? And definitely, I see the comments that's in the chat room uh, by by colored people. Yeah, you have to be equally yoked. Because I was in a when I first came in the truth, I was in the truth while well, I was learning the truth, and the woman at, who I was with at the time, she wasn't. She wasn't. We it, we wasn't agreed. I was like, I ain't keeping Christmas, man. That ain't right. That's paganism. That's you know, that's satanic. That's not in the scriptures. I'm like, well, I'm Christmas tree, all of that. So that that's not equally yoked, you know. But I was in a situation where I was already with this woman, and I was in the truth. But hey, you you're in the truth. You're in the scriptures. You're not supposed to be looking for a woman that's outside of the scriptures. It's just like okay. You trying to go and, and and grow a baby in 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 a, t- in a test tube? I'm a I'm a grow me a, a, a godly woman. No, you know you watching it you watching it go grow from a uh, 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 from from embryo <laughs> and
0: it's split.